it's Katie at waste.free.katie and today I want to talk about being a vegetarian. If you've been following along with my podcast for a little bit, you've probably seen the multiple episodes that have to do with being pescatarian. So on January 1st, I decided to fully cut meat out of my diet, so I became a pescatarian. And when I did this at the time, it was because I had tried being a vegetarian numerous times. The first time that I tried actually posting on my Instagram about being a vegetarian, I tried doing like a daily what I eat in a day as a vegetarian. For the first meal, I think I had like cereal or something, which was fine. And the second meal, I didn't have time to go to the dining hall. So I literally had a cup of noodles, which apparently has chicken broth. So Already, I had messed up the second meal of the day trying to be a vegetarian, and I was very frustrated and decided that maybe that wasn't right for me and I wasn't going to be able to do it. So I kind of took a step back, continued eating meat for a bit, and then I decided I wanted to give it another go, but I realized that January 1st was approaching, and that just felt like the perfect time to have a fresh year, have a fresh start too. So on January 1st, I stopped eating meat. But I decided to keep eating fish because a lot of the time I felt like it would be a burden on my family, like they wouldn't know what to cook for me. And although technically, of course, I can cook for myself, I am 19, I really didn't have a lot of experience with cooking, so I was a bit nervous about that. I wasn't sure also how many options the dining hall would have because I have a meal plan with my school and I don't have a kitchen or anything. At the time I was in a dorm, I didn't really have access to cooking materials, you could say. So overall, it just felt like it was an easier thing to become a pescatarian, and I could kind of ease my way into being a vegetarian over time. So anyway, I was a pescatarian for four months, and it went very well. I really enjoyed it, and I tried to not eat a lot of fish. I know some people, when they become a pescatarian, start eating fish like every day or every other day. I try not to do that. I would say at school, I only ate fish once a week. We had sushi Fridays, and every Friday I would have some sushi. But other than that, um, I really did not have a lot of fish, so I was almost a vegetarian, but not quite. Then a few weeks ago, I decided that it was just time to make the jump. Although being a pescatarian was working out well, part of the reason I wanted to cut back on eating meat in the first place was because I didn't love the idea of eating animals. So Obviously, fish are still animals, um, so consuming them was kind of going against that. And also, the fishing industry is pretty messed up. If you do some research, um, there are just a lot of problems with it for the environment. It's really harmful, the amount of fish that we consume and the way that they're breeded, all sorts of things. So I just really felt like I was kind of contradicting myself by still eating fish and so I decided to fully cut them out of my, fully cut fish out of my diet. I have only been a vegetarian, like I said, for a few weeks. So far, it's working out fine. I am at home because it's the summer, so I'm not living in a dorm anymore, and I'm very lucky. My parent, my dad actually, um, cooks a lot for me, and sometimes my mom cooks for me too, so that's specifically dinner. They'll, like, cook family dinner, and they have been incredibly flexible trying to make me meat-free vegetarian meals, all sorts of things. One of my favorites are my dad's quinoa patties. It's basically quinoa, 
egg, cheese, spinach, and some other things thrown in just in the shape of a patty. And you literally just eat them like that. And they are absolutely delicious. Um, I could totally get the recipe and post it on my Instagram if anyone's interested. They're like one of my favorite meals and also my mom's favorite meal. And she's not a vegetarian. So they're just super delicious. But my parents do tend to take care of making dinner and make sure I have something that I can eat. And then for breakfast, I just have something like cereal or eggs, a smoothie. I mean, there are countless options. Most breakfast options don't tend to have meat in them unless you're having like sausage or bacon, but those are really side dishes. So I found breakfast is not a problem at all. I didn't usually eat meat for breakfast anyway, so that's not impacted. And then lunch is a little bit more difficult because I used to eat a lot of leftovers for lunch if I was at home, and now I'm kind of more trying to cook for myself. And let me tell you, I'm an awful chef. I cannot cook anything. I'm working on it, trying to slowly gain some knowledge and some recipes and stuff, but it's been slow. So a lot of the time, my lunch will consist of something. If I do have leftovers from dinner, I'll have something that was leftover. Or if I do cook myself something, it's usually not the healthiest. It's probably like a sandwich, um, like a peanut butter and jelly, a grilled cheese, mac and cheese, when I do make something healthy, I'll make like a wrap or a really big salad with a ton of added protein on it. So lunch is definitely something I'm working on. Um, but, you know, everything when I try to make something, if it's not the healthiest, like a grilled cheese, you know, doesn't have a ton of protein or like nutrients in it, then I'll have it with a salad or a bunch of vegetables on the side or some fruit. Um, I really loved making big bowls of like loaded yogurt. I would almost call it like a protein yogurt. So I will get fat-free vanilla Greek yogurt, which has a ton of protein in it, and put it in a bowl. Then I have some granola, which is pretty high in protein. Add the granola, add some almond butter, also a good source of protein, add some nuts, another good source of protein, or maybe some seeds. And I think that's all I add to it. And then you just kind of mix it up and eat it, and it's absolutely delicious fairly healthy for you, not a lot of sugar or anything. Obviously, it depends on what you buy. Like, if you buy a yogurt and a granola that's really high in sugar, then it's going to be high in sugar. But if you look for things that all have low-ish sugar and then are pretty high in protein, it can be a very nutritious kind of meal if you make it a meal or like a snack. So that's something I've been loving. Definitely trying to have more vegetables as a side, like edamame maybe. Edamame is pretty high in protein. So really, if you can tell, the focus that I've had has been on protein. It's pretty crazy if my parents go to the store and they say, oh, which yogurt would you like out of the two? I say, just whichever one has more protein. Um, it's something I'm definitely very thoughtful about now that I've stopped eating meat. Even though if you look at the amount of protein that's, say, in one serving of chicken, it's probably less than what's in my loaded bowl of yogurt. So really, I'm not actually like missing that much protein in my diet, but it's just something you always hear about when people switch to a plant-based diet. You always hear, oh my god, you're not going to get enough protein. So it's something I've been very conscious of. Also, I've been trying to exercise more, and obviously if you're exercising, it's important to get protein in so that your bones are nice and strong and you can grow muscles and all of that stuff. So, so far it's working out pretty well for me. I'm definitely a little bit um, nervous, I would say, about going into the school year as a vegetarian. 
I'm going to be fully cooking for myself. I have a little suite with some of my friends and it has almost a full kitchen. We have a pretty decent sized refrigerator and freezer. We have a stove top with no oven, um, a sink. We're gonna bring like a toaster oven, that sort of thing. I'm planning on taking an old dehydrator, dehydrator that my parents have. So if we have fruit that's like gonna go bad, before it goes bad, we can cut it up into slices and make some dried fruit out of it, which would be really cool. So definitely trying to think about some fun options for cooking next year. But like I said, I have very little experience. So if you have any recommendations for like easy things to make in a dorm room or anything like that, any vegetarian meals or desserts or anything, please like feel free to send them my way because I am going to be in desperate need of them next year when I'm struggling with what to make. And although quinoa patties are delicious and nutritious, I don't think I can eat them every single day. I think I'll get pretty tired of them. So yeah, that has kind of been my experience with being a vegetarian. I think it's also pretty cool. My school did have some meatless Monday options, so I got to try new things. Like I tried these vegan chicken nuggets, they called them. Technically, I think they were chicken tenders. They were like in the shape of a chicken tender, but they called them chicken nuggets. And they were so delicious. I, when I was eating them, I actually forgot what meat tasted like because it's been five months since I've had like a proper chicken tender. Um, I guess you could say proper. And I like forgot what real meat tasted like. So one day I bit into these vegan chicken nuggets and I was like, are you guys sure? I turned to my friends. I was like, are you guys sure these are actually um, not meat? Because it really, it tastes real. And they were like, no, Katie, they they bit into them. And we're like, no, these are definitely vegan. Um, but that's been pretty cool. I've kind of just like, forgotten what I'm missing out on, I guess, but I've replaced it with lots of new things. And one other big thing to talk about is if you do decide to switch to a more plant-based diet, you become a pescatarian, vegetarian, vegan even, anything like that, I would really recommend trying to find new recipes that you like instead of trying to just make everything that you would previously eat into like vegetarian, pescatarian, vegan, or whatever, by just replacing it with like a fake meat. So one thing a lot of people fall into is that you can just buy these like meat alternatives, like Beyond Burgers and Possible Burgers, and those lines of, you know, the fake chicken and um, sushi and steak and all sorts of things and sausage and have that just be like a healthy diet. In reality, those foods are highly processed. And I know that everything we eat is highly processed, or most of what we eat. I know if I eat a piece of candy, it's obviously processed, but these alternative meats, some of them can be pretty high in sodium, some aren't, but like I said, they're all processed. They all have a lot of ingredients that are not necessarily the healthiest for you because they are made in factories. So instead of just replacing that Friday burger with a fake burger, maybe instead try having like Oh God, I should have thought of like an, some, what I was going to say before I said that. Maybe instead of having Friday burgers every single day, have like a Friday chickpea wrap every day. That doesn't really sound like the equivalent, but, or maybe a Friday tofu. Like Friday, every single Friday make tofu with barbecue sauce. There are recipes that have like tofu and barbecue sauce. And maybe that kind of gives you the same feel as like an outdoor barbecue or something like that. Just try to not automatically start eating all of these fake meats because that's not incredibly healthy for you. It's also very expensive 
kind of the background of being a vegan vegetarian, it should be much less expensive than consuming meat because regular meat, say, is like a few dollars per serving or I don't really, I don't know, I never grocery shopped for a lot of meat, but say it's like a dollar per serving, I'm not really sure. But then you can most likely get beans for significantly less than that. So a vegan vegetarian diet is supposed to be based on basic things like beans, rice, um, if it's vegetarian, more like yogurt, which you can buy in bulk amounts and make it kind of cheaper. So overall, it should not be a super expensive swap. I think a lot of the time in the sustainable community and the waste-free community, people kind of go and they like look at things from an outside perspective and say, oh, this is so expensive. Like things like the alternative meats, or if you look at some shampoo bars or that sort of thing, it can look like a little bit expensive. Because if you look at a shampoo bar, if you don't really understand how they work and you say, wow, it's like a $10 bar of soap, that seems like a bit much. But if you actually understand a shampoo bar is the equivalent of multiple um, bottles of shampoo, and a bottle of shampoo is, you know, 5 to $20, then wow, all of a sudden, a shampoo bar looks like a pretty good alternative. Same thing goes with a vegan or vegetarian diet. If you look at it and think, wow, I'm going to have to buy all of this alternative meat, that's going to be really expensive because the alternative meat is significantly more expensive than regular meat. It's going to look pretty expensive to switch your diet to that. But if you think of it like, oh, I'm going to be eating a lot more beans and quinoa and all of these things that I can buy in bulk, wow, now it's all of a sudden not as expensive as you were originally thinking. So that was a little bit of a tangent, but I hope this kind of helps and helps you kind of see it's okay to transition to, you know, a, a smaller life change. For me, being a pescatarian was a smaller change, and then I just made the transition to being a vegetarian. And I don't really plan on being a vegan anytime soon. I try to take small things away from the vegan diet. For example, I love alternative milks. I love oat milk, almond milk, um, or any other milks that I've tried that are alternative, I think are amazing. And I will always choose those over regular cow's milk. Other things like that, I try to take away from a vegan diet, but I don't really see myself being a full vegan anytime soon but maybe in the distant future. We'll see. So leave yourself open to possibilities. If you are not ready to fully transition to being a pescatarian or a vegetarian or a vegan, maybe think about doing just one meal a day. It could just be your lunch, say, every day, and then you could still have meat for dinner. Or think of it like you have one day a week that's fully vegetarian or pescatarian. You know, so just kind of take those small steps. Be easy on yourself. Even if people are telling you, oh, but you're still eating animals, even though you're a pescatarian, just, you know, kind of let it, um, like, let their comments just kind of run off of you as much as you can, and just know you're doing the best that you can for yourself, for the environment, all of those things. So thank you so much for listening to this entire episode where I just basically talk about food all day, I guess. <laughs> um, and like I mentioned, if you have any recommendations for future podcast episodes or if you follow my Instagram and have some recommendations for Instagram posts, just like leave those either in my DMs at my Instagram, which is at waste.free.katie, or you can like comment them on my most recent post, anything like that. Also follow my TikTok at waste.free.katie. Everything is at waste.free.katie, all of my social media. So definitely check all of that out. I'm sure I will have more vegetarian content coming for you 
in the future on all platforms. So thank you so much for sitting and listening to me today. And I hope you have a fabulous day, week, month, year, everything. I hope everything goes your way. Okay, bye. Thank you.